This is the Gary V Audio Experience with Gary Vaynerchuk. Hey everybody, it's Gary Vaynerchuk and this is episode 261 of the Ask Gary V Show. And I gotta tell you, Linda Cohn and now another sports legend, Brandon, please tell the Vayner Nation uh, who you are and what you do and then I'll jump in with something and then we're gonna get into it. What's that? Numbers. What do you mean numbers? You need numbers. You need numbers for what? Followers? For Colin. Oh, for Colin, right, thank you. Right, right Dunk, you're back and sharp. Guys, start putting in your phone numbers on Facebook so we can call you in a little bit, but Brandon, uh, I probably knew that I was Just gonna Just so you know, your phones are gonna blow up. Well, I know people that. people got all kinds of questions uh, know, and shit uh, they're listen, gonna wanna I know ask. How you roll. Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, first of all, love Linda. You brought the woman goalie. She's the, the first best. woman that I took my sports from. Linda Cohn, legend, love legend. her. Couldn't take my eyes off that interview, loved it. Thank you. Um, just love you, love the show, love, love the you. energy. By the way, real quick, I apologize. I was blown away, I think I said it. Did you guys air it on your end? I did Brandon's podcast, you should definitely start listening to it. If you are a sports or an entrepreneur, you should listen to it. I said at the end that I was blown away how good you are at it. Did you guys leave that part in? Where I was like, <laughs> right, you did, right? Guys, I was blown away. Obviously he's been an entrepreneur, sports oh, memorabilia, you. he'll go into his whole spiel, but. I was like, I thought I don't know what I thought. I thought it was gonna like pod, you know, a lot of people are just okay at interviewing or what have you. You crushed it. You're really good at it. By well, the way, well, do you think we you. should start a sports? Do you think me, you, and Linda? Well, Linda's under contract, but when Linda's out of, out of her contract, like I'm starting to think that I want to reboot sports radio. Thank you. Like you should. Do you want? Should we? Because do nobody that? interviews anybody anymore, and that's where the shit is. These are the, the people that are in the grind, in the in the whole. They're into it. That's my whole life. All right, Brand, tell everybody I mean, who you are. First of all, this guy killed me. We go to the Ranger game. The guy does not let me ask him any questions. He's interviewing me for three hours. So you know what's so of course when I was doing the pot, I want to ask you everything. You know what's so crazy about that? I was literally in a meeting right now, an hour ago, knew we were doing this, and was like, fuck, my energy is not gonna be great because there's literally nothing I need to know about this guy because I fucking drilled him for four hours at a, pl- at a Rangers playoff game. And like, I have to, I was like literally thinking like, fuck. I thought you were screwing me at the beginning. I figured he was gonna say it at the beginning, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get an earful, which I'm good, I'm ready for. The, the guy had, I thought he had the questions like written down. I'm like, are you serious? This guy, you had done a lot. I mean, you had, you had a handful of questions every three minutes. We did watch some of the game though. That was cool. But anyway, I've been doing this 30, you know, I've been doing this 30 years. I love the energy up here. This reminds me of what, you know, like what's like up at Steiner. A lot of energy. We're looking to kill it. The guy today wouldn't open up the, wouldn't open it, get the elevator for me today. I went crazy on the guy who runs the building. I'm like, dude, you're moving in slow mo. That's not how we roll here. And that's what I love about this place. Like nobody's in slow mo here. Which, by the way, if you're out there and you're in slow mo, just click off. We don't need you tonight. We don't want to even hear from you because at the end of the day, my day is just getting started, and I can sense that your day is getting started. And I love that. Brand, I think you know what I love about business because I wasn't able to be on the field or the ice is. You know, it's just like sports. Speed is a huge variable in in business. Like just like sports, if somebody runs a little bit fast, you know, you get a Deion Sanders, you get somebody who's a little bit faster, right? You know, it really plays out. You had the guy from the uh, Food Network, uh, Food Channel. You know, he does the, the bar rescue. Yes, yes, from Spike TV. I love yes, that John. show, by the way. Yeah. So I, I was loving that show. I was tuning in on that show. I love that. If you ever go back and watch that. But anyway, you said something that really hit home with me. You like find an influencer. Yes. Go to that influencer, send them shit. Yes. And then t- tag on, right? Yeah. We've been sending shit from Steiner. 
like every day, all these influences, they're all freaking posting. It's like, that was free, by the way. I appreciate that advice. Pleasure. I'm trying to be, I'm giving free advice every day and then people are coming that. up with excuses. I'm giving it to you for free and you still got excuses like, I have too many passions. I love Pick sending one, out the asshole. gifts and then- Like, and then, I'm done so with that, by the way. Officially on this, is this 261, Jake? <laughs> on episode 261, I'm putting the gauntlet down. No more ever, ever using the excuse, I have too many passions. It's just a classic excuse to not do. Gary, it really sucks. I'm really good at so many things and I have so many passions that I don't know what to do. Classic bullshit excuse. Tell your Phil Rizzuto story. You know, it's funny, uh, the Phil Rizzuto story, I go, you know, I get a call from Phil, bounce this check, I bounce this check, he's killing me, he's at the track, that was his spending money, he's giving me. By the way, real quick, I've gotta, I, I gotta remember my, my audience, Phil Rizzuto Hall is a famer. Hall of Fame legend Yankee player and then broadcaster, like the first person I ever heard say holy cow because I grew up in New York, like just a legend guy, tough, like old school and Yankee. In the late 80s, he's the Yankee because his, you know, Yankees weren't that great yeah, in the late 80s. Shit, he was the broadcaster, 50 year baseball man. Yep. Calls me up and he's yelling, screaming, and I just started Steiner, I was scared shit, I didn't know what to do. So he goes, you bounce my checks. I call Gonzalez at Citibank up and I'm like, dude, you bounce through his check? What is wrong with you? I'm coming down there. I come down there, I go, what the hell, are you crazy? He goes, dude, you had two checks that were gonna bounce. I said, well, why would you bounce Rizzuto's? Well, the other one was Mickey Mantle. Good decision, appreciate that. But, but so you know, don't wanna bounce Mickey's check. We need Mickey, Mickey loved me, and I'm very grateful. But the thing was, Gary, is he that- doesn't, Dunk doesn't know Mickey Mantle. I knew it. Listen, he's we'll from Sweden. You in. He's nine. You don't, know Mickey, you don't know it's who Mickey Mantle is, We'll right? get you. Plus 10. You're 19 from Sweden. Mickey Mantle, number Mickey seven, Mantle. the great Mick. But here's the story, though, on this. Let me finish this story real Brandon, quick. Before you finish your story, yep. this man right here is leaving Vayner. I'm devastated. Why? Eddie, Where are you going? Here. He's going. He wanted to go in-house to, I think, some big, you know, mobile. To, you know, he's go, I don't want to blow up his spot, but he's a great kid. He's a Dolphins fan. Which is a huge issue. I was supposed to see him. I'm running late, but I want to give him a quick hug and a kiss because he's phenomenal. I'm hoping I get to work with him again. And if I figured if I didn't say goodbye in person, there was a chance I wouldn't work with him again. So you keep telling the story. On scale one to ten, was he? Uh... He's a. He's. I think he's a true nine, guaranteed. The truth is, I don't even fully know that. It's unfair for me to rate. My intuition is he's a nine. Yeah. Wow, that's strong. Anyway, quick thing on Phil Rizzuto. A nine from from Gary is big. So I don't think he gives out a lot of nines. But the main thing is I tell Phil, I said, I'm gonna make it up to you, because we all screw up. I'm busting my ass for three years trying to find work for Phil Rizzuto everywhere I can. Finally, the guy would never get in the Hall of Fame. It was always controversial. Can Phil get in the Hall of Fame? Is he getting in? Is he getting in? Finally, he gets in the Hall of Fame. And I got every marketing company trying to sign Phil Rizzuto who doesn't have an agent. I'm in his living room, he goes, Steiner, guess what? I'm gonna pick you. You're kidding me. How, why? He goes, you know, when you screwed up, you told me you were gonna make it up to me, and every time I turned, you were coming up with more work for me, doing nice things for me, and I believe you. And the moral of that story is run to your problems. Most people that have a problem, they hit, they, hit a, you know, they hit a roadblock, they sprint away. Oh, I better stay away from that person. You have an argument with your boss, sprint at them. Go make it up, stay late, do more. Whatever you can do, do it. Because most people, they're hiding in the corner, they got their head down. Me with Rizzuto, I 
killed him with work, killed him with love, killed him with kindness. And sure enough, the guy gets an Hall of Fame. And to get a Yankee Hall of Fame, I had two employees at the time, two. That was a game changer. Run to your problems, don't run away from them. You know what's interesting about that? And there's, you know, I was looking at Tyler, I gave him that advice six months ago on something that I think we always will always think about and it worked for him. And even more interesting to me is the reverse of that, Brandon. Story is also interesting to me. You could crush it for somebody for six years, then have a problem, and a lot of people get so bent out of shape. I was fucking delivering for this guy for six years, and now I dropped the ball, and he doesn't want to know my name or this or anything. You're only as good as your last at bat. Like yeah, you better come like, back twice as like, hard if you do drop the ball. Like, but, like know. right? But like, you've got to run at your problems early. But you also have the to have the humility that the market is the market is the market. The game passes everybody by. Even this, even this piece of shit Tom Brady, who who the hell knows why he's still so goddamn good, eventually, Jesus fucking Christ, eventually, the game's gonna pass him by. Let's get into the first phone call. We're gonna get more into your backstory, Brandon, because you really are an incredible East Coast entrepreneur, which I am as well, and I wanna get more of that story out, but let's first get this first question. This is Andrew. Andrew, it's Gary Vee, and you're on the Ask Gary Vee Show with Brandon Snyder. (laughs) <laughs> My gosh, man, that is insane. What's going on, man? Thought it was good. What's your hey, question? So, um, yeah, man, so I was wondering, um, so I'm kind of in this spot where, you know, I'm 27. Um, man, I've been, you know, entrepreneurial my whole life. You know, my grandma used to buy me five-pound bags of gummy bears and, and, and pre not preschool, but, you know, elementary school. I'd put them in Ziploc bags and flip them. So I've been kind of doing that thing my whole life, and, man, I'm at this crossroads right now, man, um, I'm really trying to figure out what direction I want to take, um, you know, my next step. I've tried a few things, and, and I guess my question to you is, you know, were there ever just like, you know, defining moments where you just knew, you know, what the next step needed to be? Like if you were debating something, what you just said, you know what, this What are you doing right now? So right now um, I'm currently working for uh, Verizon, um, just sales rep there, uh, got laid off from the oil industry, and Actually, I'm doing videography as kind of my, my passion thing now that I like to monetize. And I actually made a Jets hype video for you. That I know, you sent it to me. Watch. Yep, I know. <laughs> yeah, I actually sent it to you like 30 minutes ago again. <laughs> I like love it, anyway, I love it. I, um, love that, I love the other day you caught me perfectly. You're like, hey, like you knew exactly, I don't remember exactly what it was, but you're like, hey, <laughs> there is no sports right now, so watch yeah. that. There was something you did that was <laughs> yeah. clever. And it was really funny. Yeah. I decided I'm still not going to watch it because I wanted to virtually <laughs> stick it to you without knowing you. But I, I did it's like that good, effort. Man. So, so Brandon, <laughs> what, you know, you know, it's funny because I asked you so many questions. You had some pretty interesting twists and turns. You were in the hospitality business early in your career. Then you saw things like, you know, you you had some really interesting moments when you decided to rep talent differently. Have the moments where you made the right decisions with whether repping Phil later, you know, with the restaurants, and I know we have to catch everybody up on these things. Did you just know? No, no. I knew I was going to at the end game. Like a kid asked me today, he was up in the office. Did you ever think you're going to be the successful? I said, Fuck, of course. You think I started this thing to be a failure? Yeah, I started this thing to be successful. Can I ask you a really important question? Sure. Will you end up being less or more successful than you thought when you were seventeen? That's a great question. I hope that I will be more successful than I thought. And right now, I'm less, right me. now I'm less successful yeah. than I thought. Right I, now, I'm, and I'm not happy about it. You, I got to be honest with you. I love your face. I feel like that's going to happen with me too. I'm not giving in yet. I've still got something to do about it, and I still got something to say about it. And I'm not giving in. And paint's not dry. But one thing I would tell this gentleman on the phone is that target, target, target. 
I think that you don't dream enough when you got the opportunity. You, you got a blessing here, even though it sounds like a little bit of adversity. I love the idea of taking a step back, taking out a white piece of paper that's blank, and write down ten of your dream companies and target the shit out of them. Find out or everything you can no, about those companies, the, or open the notes app and write it down. Yeah, open the notes. App. Sorry about the white I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm but kidding. But you know what I mean. I mean, I love to go find ten companies. By the way, I still do this to this day. Like, why should I work with a company that I really don't want to work with? Why wouldn't I work with my dream companies I always wanted to work with? This being one of them even, you know, so over here. But at the end, Google search those 10 companies so you know everything about them. Every time something gets written about them, you get that email on, the, on your online and then start looking at decision makers and then figure out how you're gonna go get your foot in the door, whether it be the mail room, the lunchroom, whatever. Once you get your foot in the door, you're working for a dream company, a dream opportunity, your energy and passion will be there and then you find your way. I always worked with and for the people that I always dreamt of. I always thought I was gonna work with Mickey Mantle I figured it out. Yeah. It wasn't easy. I always thought, wow, imagine if I get Derek Jeter. Figured it out. Yankees. You know how hard it is to partner up, put the Yankee name next to your name? You have Yankee Steiner? Not easy. Two Nuts. and a half years. Did it. That was a huge coup. Andrew, you know, I think, look, man, I'll be honest with you. Like, I think you should spend time on debating what what creates insecurity or questionings or things of that nature because that will help you way more than the micro decision on what's the next move, right? Like yeah. for me, for me, it's never been about anything other than I just know it's gonna work itself out, I believe in my skills, I put myself in a position to succeed, and, and I don't question things, and I think a lot, the reason I push patience is it's a big thing, like optimism, patience, even Brandon's answer, he's like the paint's not dry. How old are you? 58, I'm right? 27. I know, no worries, Andrew. Brandon's 58 years old. All these 20 and 30 year olds that watch Rick, watch me all the time and obviously because of Instagram and YouTube, if they knew, and I say this all the time at 41, I love looking at Brandon because at 58, I know he's just as on fire as I am at 41 as you are, Andrew, at 27. And I've got some news for you. 95% of 27 year olds don't believe that to be true. Andrew, 95% of the people, 97% of the people, believe that Brandon and I are old when they're 27. That's just the way yeah. it is. And that's the part that fucks them up. Because if you knew if you knew that double your age plus four, right? You get to be yeah. Brandon and he's still just as on fire right now as you are, all of a sudden you're not crippled about the next six months. Yeah. By the way, I give no, you, I give you permission. I, I'm giving you officially permission to be successful and to go after all the dreams and all the things you want to do without any road blockages. Use my card, use my name, any way you want. Awesome. Well, I, I sincerely appreciate that. And, and it's cool to see, too, because, I mean, you know, my father-in-law is a very successful entrepreneur, and he's in his 50s, and, man, he's still opening up businesses left and right, and he's just, you know, excited every day about it. So it's cool to, to, to kind of get to see that firsthand. But uh, Andrew, I think I think the, I think if that's the case, if you got the luxury of that, then then really I'll throw another curveball at you, or or give you another thing to ponder. You got to try shit. Yeah. Like with with making the trying the ROI, right? Like you have, like sure. the thing that I think has always worked for me is I make them win-win situations from the get that I've decided that even the doing was the win, thus I'm almost numb to the outcome. You know, the whole sure. like, like you want, like from experience or this and that, like back to something that you and I cross over on. My first baseball card show, 
I wanted to pay $20 for the table. The whole way to the Phillipsburg Mall, me and my partners at the time, I had partners in seventh, sixth, seventh grade, like, we're gonna pay $20. We get there, some monster guy that looks like King Kong Bundy comes out, right? Some like big fucking 400 pound dude comes out and he goes, what? And we're like, we want a table. You got any? And he's like, yeah, we got one more. Who knows if that's true? Uh, we go, how much? It's always the last yeah, one. He goes, I mean, how yeah. much? I go, how much? She goes, $120. I go, we'll take it. <laughs> and then we, that was, he's like, I'll bring the money tomorrow. And then we just like start walking out of the mall. And my friends are in a coma. You know, like $120 is like a billion. And I'm like, cool. But then I start being like, fuck. And I start getting nervous. And like, you know, like, what am I going to do? And like, I've got it. But like, that seems like a whole lot. It was a lot. And, and my, my dad, who I never talked to back then, to his credit, he says, uh, it'll be, you know, it's going to be worth the experience. And honestly, maybe sure. from maybe from that day on, that has been a credo of mine. Everything I do, the second I decided to do it, I had already won. And whether it worked or not, the learnings or the upside of the of the execution were gonna be the KPI, ROI, the thing I was working Sometimes towards. Sometimes you get caught up on how much you're paying, not, not how much you can make. You know, I always used to get caught yeah. up with like how much we're paying, but then how much can we make on this thing? If you focus that much about how much you can make on it as much as how much you're paying, yeah. sometimes you don't have to spend as much time on how much you're paying. You pay it because you can make a ton of money yeah. on the damn thing. And I, I've learned that the hard way with a bunch of players. I had David Wells for his perfect game. Yeah. Missed him by $2. Didn't talk to him for five years. But the guy was going to run over me in the parking lot. But... Have regained relationship with them now, <laughs> but I were from that, and that was a big not yeah. get. Yeah, almost went out of business because we didn't have him. Yeah, because I had these perfect game pieces, I needed him to put them on it. But at the end, you learn. It's like, wait a minute, I was so caught up in the two bucks because what is it two? Oh, per sign. Yeah, he wanted thirty five. I offered him thirty two. I'm like, she's just giving him the goddamn money, but I didn't want to do it. Meanwhile, I could have made a ton of money on. I wasn't focused on how much I could make. I was focused on how much I was going to pay him. Of course, interesting. Stupid. Andrew, thank you, brother. Hope you get some value well, out of this. Appreciate it, man. Take yeah. care. Good yeah. luck. All right, as we go to the next question, so as a kid, what were you about? Hustle. Always. Yeah, hustle, and I, I didn't want to Where, waste a second. Where did you grow up? Grew up in Brooklyn, Kings yep. Highway, Ocean Parkway. Yeah, Ocean you know, played Parkway. sports. I remember going to my mother and said, I need a career change. I, I, I need something to change. I don't have time to play with my friends. And you know, she's like, you're 12. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> career change. And she's like, I said, I got to go. That's when I went and got the paper route, and I started delivering... The papers were cool. Other people were doing it, but I was delivering milk, bagels, everything. I fucking had two shopping carts. I you were like the rocking. Uber Eats of the I 60s? I was rocking. The old ladies, man, are like, how cute is this boy? He's right. so nice. Yes. I had to go two shopping carts in a morning. You're like, I'm super nice. Two for but one bagels, school, darling. But after school, I was rolling. Then I bought so many bagels. The bagel guy hired me. He taught me how to bake bagels. And bagels got hot with bagel notch and everything else. I so, could bake. Now, I know this. My daughter's going to kill me, but I invented bagel? the everything bagel. I just want to clarify what that right say? now. I invented the everything Hold bagel. on. This whole right. fucking episode right. has I just, just been... Hold on, I just want to fucking clear that up right now. What? I invented the everything bagel. I just bagel. want everybody to know... Not that. Seth Godin, who has claimed Wait, that. Wait a minute, Seth Godin claims that too? Seth Godin that claimed that, but that was 10 years after me. I, I, I definitely did that. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is true. Now, first yeah, of all, somebody... True. I'm going to text Seth Godin. We're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to bring you back and Seth, and we're going to debate... Love Seth. ...who invented... So, wait a minute. Both of you characters are claiming... He has claimed that. I've read that, but I've, I've definitely Understood. went out with let's that. Let, like, let's not worry about ago. him for a minute. Yeah. You, yeah. Brandon. I'll tell you how. No, no. Don't tell me anything okay. yet. You 
Invented the everything bagel. No question. Jesus. This is huge. I'm excited about this. Because no question. This is what's called a win-win situation. Either I know the guy that invented the everything bagel, or we're going to get you. Oh, I, no, you're not, no, no. I no, invented the everything bagel. You, and what's crazy is my but, kids and everything I've done, when friends come over and go, this is my dad. He invented the everything bagel. I'm like, I think I've done a few other things Brandon, since then. But Brandon, like, yeah. Brandon. You are an all-time entrepreneur, an all-time sports entrepreneur, an all-time East Coast, my kind of style entrepreneur. If you did indeed invent the everything bagel, when you die, they're gonna say, Brandon Steiner, the guy who invented the everything bagel <laughs> has died today. everything bagel? No, no. I'm sitting there. Okay, listen, we're gonna, you know, you're done. You, do you understand we, we know that, that? you don't know American do you culture. you understand, Gary? Yes. That when I get take that job, the guy says, he, he was the bagel factory on East 4th Street and King's Highway. He starts baking at four in the morning. He says, would you mind coming to bake with me at four in the morning? You can then deliver your papers afterwards. I said, sure, I could do that. I go home, my mother says, you know, I may be a little early. I mean, you gotta go to school, deliver the papers. I said, I got it. Of course, I fell asleep in the middle of school and this and that. So I quit the paper route job, get this job. The night baker quits. I get this job for a dollar seventy-five an hour. Huge. I'm feeling rich. That's a lot of money. But there was no there was nobody coming in the store at night. I was bored well, out of my year, mind. What year was this? 73, 72. It's a lot of money. I always have my money stacked up on my dresser, so I'm, I'm bored out of my mind. You were one of those guys who puts pictures on Instagram and shows their cash? No. You're the original no. douchebag Instagram no. guy? No. Okay, Definitely just want to make sure. But the mistake was putting that cash on my dresser because my brother always stole all the money. I love but it. But anyway, I, I don't even care about Brandon, that. Brandon, real quick, who's, who's, who's by the way, on the call? By the way, at night is when I invented the Everything Bagel because there was nobody coming in the store. So I figured, let me throw all these different seeds on it. Brandon, Brandon. <laughs> all right. No, no, no. I'm asking yeah. you a real question. Okay. Obviously, you made an Everything Bagel back then. Do you no, believe I you? It. No, I was the first person I've ever I seen mean, that from. Is... But you got to remember, this factory in 73, there wasn't a lot of bagel stores. Uh, listen, this like... was a route that delivered bagels everywhere and everywhere. And bagel Nazis okay. hadn't started okay. yet. This is early. I'm, I'm 12 years old. I there wasn't it. a whole lot going on. Bagel Let's get the next call. Five cents for a bagel, by the way. See why dollar was a lot. Five cents for a bagel. Five. And a coffee was nothing. Quarter? Nothing. But, you know, Less? Coffee's not like it is now. No, anyway, I know. How yeah. much was it? I never drank a cup of coffee. I don't but know. you know how much it was sold for. Probably a couple pennies. Hello. Slice of pizza, 15 cents. Cody, it's Gary Vee. You're on the Ask Gary Vee show with Brandon Steiner. You made a lot of progress here. This is unreal. <laughs> no, I'm very excited. I listen to you every single morning. I appreciate it, my man. I'm to walk uh, to walk to work, man. Thank you, brother. What's your question? Um, so I'm just starting out a little business here. Um, I'm basically just selling online clothes. Okay. Um, and I'm doing videos. Um, all the proceeds go toward random acts of kindness. So basically, basically, what I want to know is how do I find and afford a D Rock? in the very beginning stages. Got it, so you're selling t-shirts and all the profits then go into random acts of kindness and you wanna document that journey. Absolutely, every okay. step of the way. Great, and what's your Instagram account? Uh, right now it's at R-T-H-L shop dot, uh, yeah, no, sorry, at R-T-H-L shop. R, T, T yep. H, H, L. L shop. Shop. Great. Yeah, and, where, and, where, and, where, and where are you based? <laughs> you probably never even heard of it. Uh, Newfoundland, Canada. I've heard of it, of course. I'm a hockey fan. Okay. 
Good news. <laughs> Somebody, here's, you, you have an advantage in being in fucking bumblefuck Canada. Ready for it? Here it comes. Yep. <laughs> Two kids are gonna Hit DM me. you right now and are gonna do it for free. It's a done deal. Brandon is such a draw, there's plenty of people watching. There's two to three people right now who are literally, and maybe it's a month from now, maybe it's a week from now, I guarantee two or three people are gonna DM you and be willing to do it to build their resume. 14-year-old Brandon and Gary are DMing you right now and saying, bro, I'll do it for free because they want to put something on tape. I love it. I want to tell you something. That, you know, that every, That's what, uh, I, lo- I love that you do that act of kindness. You know, Every morning at Steiner, my assistant's here, Jake, is we do two acts of kindness every day. Why not three? We send two every day. We do zero, but why two. don't you do three? We sometimes do. But we always do two. We I love always it. do two. Every day before oh, anything oh, happens. Brandon, Brandon, there's a caller here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, my, my very first video, I just went to a coffee shop. I set up a uh, camera. I anonymously just paid for people's coffee. Um, and almost every single person wanted to pay it forward. Um, and then my friend who was working messaged me two days later. Uh, and she said someone that I bought coffee for, bought a large coffee for himself and then five uh, large coffees for the next five people that came in, which I thought was pretty cool how people just wanted to pay it forward. Um, Dude, doing the right then, thing is always the right thing. Dude, I'm, I'm contacting yeah. you tomorrow morning. I'm buying some t-shirts. I'm, 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 you're, you're first on my list tomorrow. I'm just telling you right now, you're first on my list tomorrow. Awesome. Cody. I was at work Cody, today do me a too. favor. Hold Dude, on. Cody, hold on, hold on. Yeah. As Hit soon me. as you get the order from Brandon, you need to email Gary yeah. at VaynerMedia, and I'm going to buy one more t-shirt than Brandon does. Don't fuck with me. You. I'm just, <laughs> I may be buying I don't a lot. You Facebook me, Facebook me tonight, right now, so I have all the details. So I can get, I'll get the shit going tonight. And That's Gary, you better have to get out play. Absolutely. Brandon, I've already trumped you. Like, you doesn't matter what you're gonna do. I'm gonna buy one more T-shirt than you. And so I don't know what, why you sent them to fucking Facebook, but it doesn't matter well, because set, because that's, that, I go every night before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I go to Facebook and check it. my messages out. That's Cody, why. Cody, listen, you sold a bunch of T-shirts. Me. You got a free videographer's <laughs> coming your way. Life is good today. I'm on your. I'm uh, on you. Maybe when you buy the Jets, we'll get the symbol on the jersey. Hey. I mean, listen, let's not get carried away. I mean, like, I'm thrilled, but that's going to cost dreaming. a lot of money. He's listen, I love he's the dreaming. dreaming. With you. I appreciate it, my man. Good dude. All right, let's get another call. Brandon, do you, you know, it's funny. I got to know, I'm getting to know you more and more. You know what I like about you and I, what I really like about entrepreneurship a little bit, and I'm, I'm hoping it continues to build momentum, which is why I'm bringing it up right now. I like that people love it so much, they want to give back to the game. One thing I've always noticed from you is you always want to put on the young, like, we, we see ourselves, right? It's cool. I love it. I love I it too. Love You're really good at kids. it. I love when I see it in the kids too. Of course, the I game. I just can't, just, right just can't get Matthew, enough of it. Right? Like, yeah. like I've noticed that in you. Like you love that part of it, right? I love the teaching. I love speaking. Because it's sports. Love it. It's I love sports, it. right? Love it. Brandon? Love the young entrepreneurship. Matthew, it's Gary Vee. You're on the Ask Gary Vee Show with so, Brandon Gary. Steiner. Gary and Brandon, I cannot believe it, man. Believe it, brother. I've hit uh, several different spots just waiting on live, man. It's great to finally talk to you guys. No worries. Where are you from? Austin, Texas. Love it. What's your question? You know, I've been grinding through the same industry for about 15 years. I love it. I'm passionate about it. It is not a sexy profession at all, but it is something that brings home the bacon, man. It, It feeds my family. It feeds me and other passions that I have. 
but it's a it's not a nine to five it's a sales job i'm in it all the time so i'm pursuing other passions other wants other ideas that i have but again i've listened to you talk about hey you need six hours of sleep and you need to grind on your second job your extra job but man alive there's only so much i can do within a shortened period of time so and i've got to provide i've got uh, to provide for my family you're not wrong so now let's get to the most interesting part and and I'll continue to grind. I'll, I'll continue to do what I can, when I can, as often as I can. And, and I think that's the punchline, you know, brother, right? Like, like, like life's about alternatives. Like, I think that's awesome that you're dealing with the practicality. And look, by the way, when I talk about six hours of sleep, you know, some people need seven, some people need eight. And that's fine to me, as long as you feel good about what you're doing when you're on the field, right? As long as you feel good about your 14, 16, 17 hours, and don't forget, you gotta fix the plane while you're flying it. Like if you wanna get out of the situation you're in, your only option, you only have one option. It is to grind in those four, five, six hours that you have, and it will take longer because you don't have 18 hours to just put it into this thing. The problem is you have no alternative. It sounds like you have responsibilities that you've made in your own head, financial responsibilities, emotional responsibilities, and you have to deliver on that, right? Uh, every day. So I think, I think what people have to understand is so does everybody in some shape or form have a version of that and you just gotta navigate it the best you can and not be crippled by it and try to be as successful as you can on those off hours to hopefully create that world where it switches over where you can do that full time. Brandon? I also think you just gotta give yourself at least 30 minutes a day just to think about the possibilities and what if. And do a little daydreaming. Usually I do it while I'm exercising, but it's really important to give yourself time to just think about what if and daydream. I'm a master daydreamer. Um, I, I like daydreaming when I'm walking and I'm just thinking about what if because if you don't give yourself that time, it's it's difficult. You gotta picture it. For me, I like to picture like, wow, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go and see, like I have this whole thing and I'm gonna do this whole thing with Obama. I wanna do his first autograph signing. It's like my dream. I, 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 already, I pictured it, what I'm gonna say to him, and I'm just working backwards. So sometimes you picture something and just work backwards, but give yourself the 30 minutes a few times a week at least to do that. I like that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, and I'm giving myself that, that time. I mean, I, I learned it from you, Gary, is give myself that time between, you know, I've, I've got three little kids, you know, ranging from eight to two years old, and they're, you know, them and my wife are my number one clients. They, they come first above everything else but it's I'm passionate about the the job that I have I love helping other people achieve their goals that's always been my number one goal and it's trying to at you know your age Gary I mean I'm, I'm 42 years old I, I got you by a couple of months it's I'm trying to take that time to briefly become introverted enough to follow my dream my passion when I have time on oh, somebody else may consider it like off time, man, but I, I, I just keep grinding. Um, but I can't give up and I, I don't want to give up you the, shouldn't. the and, passions I have for the business and, that I'm in right now. And listen, my man, if you're good, then you're good. The reason I try to get everybody to be selfish is the best way to be selfless is you're happy. And everybody's trying to like, if you're making everybody else happy and you're miserable, you're gonna crack and you're gonna regret 
And then you're not doing anybody any favors if you crack at 49 and blame everybody for your shit. Everybody makes their bed, sleep in it. You will never hear me complain about not having enough time with my kids or family because I'm making choices. I have friends who all they do is complain about not being with their family that have $100 million in the bank. I'm like, if you, com- if you complain about that, then spend more time with the family. Then in reverse. All you have is people that complain about not having more and they want it, but it's because they go to every single softball game and recital, you make your bed. And if you're happy, man, then you're good. Yeah, no question. And also, you're in a great town, by the way, Austin. What's that, my friend? I'm sorry, Brandon, go ahead. I was just gonna say, Austin's got so many opportunities, so much growth, it's so vibrant. You're in a really special town. I mean, you know, Austin is just off the hook as far as his energy, the vibrance, the youth. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity. You may need to kind of reset a little bit and rethink about some of the opportunities that may have passed you, said no to you, and go back and ask again. Things have changed a lot in Austin. You may want to go back to some of those things. I want to go back to that. Were you saying that you're content but hungry? Is that where you were going? I'm content with what I have. I've been in the mortgage industry for 15 years. Again, it's not sexy. And I love the company I work with, Axia Home Loans, but it's not its not everything that I know that I have a passion for. It's not every last thing that I know I've got rattling and around in my head. It's hard for me to narrow the field of saying, okay, I've got so many thoughts, so many ideas of what I can do, not necessarily just in this industry, but in in other things as well. I, I love what I'm doing, but I know that I have more potential. Matthew? I know that there's something Matthew? else that I'm... Matthew? I want to do. Matthew? Sir. Yes, sir. You're not fully content. And nor should you be. And, and, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and, or, and or, I'm going to throw you a completely different curveball. I would argue that I'm content, which would throw everybody for a curveball. But I am. Like, in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm super content. Like, I'm content because I get to play my game. Right? Like, like, it's not that I need more, it's not that I need to buy the Jets tomorrow or have, be on more covers or have another great investment or 400 million for Vayner. My content part, I actually think I'm content. I actually would argue, Brandon, you're content because you're playing your game, right? And so Matthew, the thing that I want people to understand is content versus I'm okay and or I'm solid but, you know, I feel like I'm content yet hungry because I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. If you listen carefully to the way you described it, I wouldn't call that being content. And it's okay to, go ahead. Let me throw this out. You were or were not content with just VaynerMedia before you went off to Vayner Sports and getting into music. There was something else that drove you that direction, some other want. It wasn't that you didn't love VaynerMedia, it was is that it, or do you see other opportunities in doing something else? Yeah, I, mean, I think the key is don't be satisfied. Yeah, that's a different thing. You know, thing, be right? content, but don't yeah. be satisfied. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I love Steiner Sports. Yeah, I mean, my company, God, it's like my, it's like my child, but I'm not satisfied. Yeah, I think. Listen, and you can get into semantics with these words. Here's what I would say for everybody who's watching: I'm just desperate for everybody to get in that zone. Like, look, anybody who watches my show or calls me is already different than me because I'm not doing that with anybody ever, ever. And so for me, I'm always trying to think about that insight. 
What is it, why, why have I gone to a place where I don't even talk to Steve Ross or anybody who's done it? I'm just so in my own insular place. What is it that I have there? What is it, is it, the, by the way, it might not even be a strength. Is it a weakness? Is it that I'm, uh, is it do we all learn differently? I don't think it's some superpower. I'm always just trying to say what is it and, and it's what makes me know that I'm in a different place than a lot of people that consume my content. It doesn't make me better, it makes me different and I'm trying to find angles to throw at you guys to bring you value. You make sense? Love it. Cool, my man. Love All right. We, you know, one, we're going to see one more in. I know Tyler's going to freak out, but I can't leave yet because I'm having too much with Br- Brandon. How old is this book? Um, I think that's about three years old now, two right. and a half years Let's old. Let's make sure we link up Brandon's book. Let's get his Amazon rank yeah, up. He'll love, be happy about that. that. You can pick it up on Steinersports.com. I mean, oh, he wants higher. Pers- yeah. Notice what Brandon did there. Very sneaky nah, thing. I love, no, actually, I love Amazon. Don't, don't take that back. You're I disrespecting do love the network effect. If your rank grows, you may actually sell more and actually then make more of a net. You're worried about uh, how much. Amazon. Uh-huh, it's a David Wells 2.0 moment there. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm you know, aware I love of Amazon. Right. They've been very supportive. Other than that, go to Steinersports. Or sports, um, uh, you know, it's just yeah. But you know something though, Brent. I think I the, 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 the book business is is a, is is a tough business. business. Yeah. What, Chris? Chris? Brent, I think I might have to do a signing with you. I might have to be the first entrepreneur to do a thing. There's no question. I think I think we just came up with a big idea. There's no Which question. I, There's no doubt. This is Chris. Chris, this is Gary Vee, and you're on the Ask Gary Vee Show with Brandon Steiner. How you guys doing, man? Super well. Dude, I can't believe I'm talking. I'm sitting there just reposting and reposting, trying to get a hold of you. I'm a big fan of both of you guys. Thanks well, so you, much for you made it. Where are you from? The, show. Uh, the number one town in the United States of America, Charleston, New York City. South Carolina. Oh, sorry. Got it. Okay, Charleston, South Carolina. What's your question? So I'm a sports psychologist, um, but I also dabble in politics as well. Um, I was a sports psychologist out of college. I went to Cal State Fullerton, where there has the number one degree, master's degree, and undergraduate degrees in the country in sports psychology. Um, I then was a coach in track and field in Connecticut for about seven years and had about 50 All-Americans. Then New Haven became the 14th most violent city in America. Yes. Uh, so I left. Um, I left coaching, got involved in community activism, started out as a volunteer, uh, started out after a volunteer making $5 an hour um, to where in four years I was running four states for Bernie Sanders in his last political campaign as a state director when he ran for president. Um, And then I decided to get back into sports psychology and mental conditioning and do that for uh, sports teams, you know, kind of peppered across the country. But I'm really looking to try to find out a way to expand my business because right now everything is word of mouth amongst the people that I've worked with. And I'm trying to really, you know, get the Instagram game going. Do you have money to spend on marketing or are you going to have to go grassroots and organic? Probably going to have to go grassroots and organic. Well, then yeah. you're, you're in the word of mouth business and what you need to do is create content organically on these social networks that is shareable. So I would put out your best information for free on the internet because that is the number one insight to how to get people to share your content. Cool, that's what I'm doing. I'm creating a blog. Like I have a, an article that goes out about once a week. I'm trying to work Instagram really hard. I put out a couple of things there. I've started Anchor. I've done podcasts. Are you doing this? Are you doing this full time? Yes, because the, I still work with political campaigns, and that's the thing that really keeps everything running. And uh, I'm also working on you know pretty much nonprofit and political stuff is the thing that keeps my money coming in. But really, sports psych is where I want to end up doing. Look, more of my time look so many people are going to be having this model. I'm going to say it one last time. Fixing the plane while you're flying it. One blog post 
on your blog is probably not gonna be enough volume to get to where you need to get to. You know, three times a week on Facebook in full long form so people can share it is gonna give you a better chance than one post on your blog that nobody's going to. So I think these are the subtle things of how I'm thinking about it. Do you one, see what I mean? One quick Go thing ahead. also. What's the biggest sports team in your area? Uh, well, we're in Charleston. There ain't no big sports teams around. around college, so I work with the, all, the, all the, the College of Charleston, who I right. do work with, I work with their baseball organization. All right, well, why not work with all their teams? I mean, that's more popular posts. You got the kids there, and you know, to kind of help you as well to do those posts. Why not get more engaged at the school? Work with all those coaches and teams, and use that as a stepping stone to help you get with other teams outside of Charleston. I mean, look, we can sit here for the rest of our lives and spitball ideas. How long have you been putting out the content on Instagram and your blog? Tell the truth, because we're going to double check, and if you lie, we're going to kill you. <laughs> Really aggressively for about um, well, I, I actually had your advice, Gary, and I had an intern for the fall of 2016. Yep. Um, I kind of dropped off in the spring. Yep. But this summer, I'm posting like you know almost every day, very aggressively, and um, you know it, it is helping. I am getting people DMing me from that yep. and saying like I'm seeing your content. Yep. Um, one day I had 50 new followers because yep. I. I put up something that was pretty good. Yep. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out a way. I think Instagram is really being a big help. Twitter how, too. How, People how, me how, there. how old are you? I'm 35. Love it. As long as you're pumped about this breaking out at 41 and you put it and you do exactly what you're doing for the next six years in a row, you're probably going to break out. It's true. That's it takes plan, time. Man. That's, it takes time. That's it, man. Listen, I, I have, the tactics matter. Watch what I'm doing. I didn't post that life and legacy post on, on Facebook in its really long form the other day for kicks and giggles. I'm a big believer that Facebook is the number one place people should be blogging. Okay, cool, cool. That helps out a lot. You that helps it. out a lot. All right, man, good luck. I'll tell you a quick story. I started ahead. blogging. You know, yes. I'm half illiterate. You know, yes, I, I can't I'm like, you. you know, I'm, yeah, I, can't, I, I can't, can barely read, yep. right? I can't but, read for shit. You know, so I couldn't get 100 people on my blog. Right. I went and sent an email. I said, if you don't register my blog, I have about 100 yeah. employees. Yeah. I said, I'm going to fire you. Yeah. I got 100. That's how I got my first 100. And I, then I went around and said, listen, I appreciate that. I wasn't going to fire you. But could you please just tell one friend yeah. that I got the 200? Yeah. Now we have a little over 100,000. Is it in your signature that, um, of your email? I believe the signature of your email point. is God one of the great damn. hacks of all no, time. You're this? constantly interacting on email. The signature no, of your that. email right. is like a 1999 to 2004 hack that still is so outrageously relevant. You still like the signature. A hundred percent, because you're e if you're a business person that's emailing all the time, it's fucking unbelievable. It's in there, like, and it's no different than, I mean, I update my URL in my LinkedIn all the time, I mean, excuse me, in my Instagram, because I know a lot of people are clicking that, and every quarter, once a year, I change my signature for, you know, I have a sneaker coming out, I'm sure I'll link to that, or if I have a book coming, crushing it, the follow-up to crush it comes out in January, that will go into the signature. You have an autograph line. You know, We gotta exactly. do an autograph line We gotta line do something. A Brandon, bat. I think it's a Brandon, bat. Let's do this. It's a bat. Let's start talking behind the scenes. Let's come up with the first signature concept for an entrepreneur with Steiner Sports. I think it's a bat. Well, we need to we look. So it needs I'm to be authentic. Crushing it, no, but bat. Hold, on, hold on, don't no. force anything on me. Okay, let's have a a creative. I was okay, good. A creative collaboration. I think it needs to be like a Russian sickle. <laughs> 
You like that one, Jake? And that was the first time. That was the first time I think that's I got so you for real. That's ran- is that random? I was born in the Soviet Union. But Most Americans don't know what a sickle is. Jake's educated. He does. D Rock had no fucking clue. Okay, what is it, D Rock? Yeah, okay, good job. All right, nonetheless, All right. Brandon, thank you, you for being on the show, man. Yeah, I enjoyed pleasure, this. Man. Brandon, thank ask you. the question of the day. Any question you want, you get, you get to ask the Vayner Nation a question. What's your favorite moment? The moment that you'll never forget, the moment you want passed down to your kids. What's the moment that you cherish and you just puts a smile on your face? When the Jets beat the Patriots in the second round of the 2011 play, I went with Jake's dad. I'm going to produce on every goddamn episode. It's still the greatest moment of I my life. I love hearing people's sports moments, their yeah. favorite you moment. Want, no right, you want trite. life or you want sports? I like the sports moment. Okay, so you're clarifying your, so, wait, it's, it, so it's sports. Yeah, I love okay. your favorite sports yeah. moment. Okay. Whether it's your kid getting that first Yeah, game. don't talk about your kid being born or yeah. like getting into or the school get, or get, get it, getting the job with yeah. Gary Vee. You know, yeah. like don't do that. Make it. Make it. Uh... It makes the top 100. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they don't have everything bagels in Sweden? I don't know what the fuck everything bagels Yeah, anyway. Oh, boy. Brandon, thanks for being the You're losing me, kid. Well, by the way, we're going to really figure I out if you invented it. it. This is hot. Thank you. Can you keep asking questions. We'll keep answering them. Hey, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this. Pass it on. Let me know what you thought.